2: it's summertime that means beer cookouts and of course golf so the next time you're ready to tee it up be sure to make your tee times at 12 ounce that's right you can now book tee times on 12 ounce sports radio
3: yep just go to www.12 ounce and scroll to the bottom of any page click the banner that says book like a pro enter your course or enter a zip code and then select a tee time of your choice You'll get up to 50% off each time you book through 12-Ounce Sports Radio. So when you're ready to cheat
2: your friends like Mike did in high school, just go to 12OunceSportsRadio.com. That's the numbers, 1-2-O-Z-SportsRadio.com, and book your tee times today.
1: You're going to be my cheerleader. That's what you're going to be, my cheerleader. <laughs> Boy, you ain't talking about nothing. You a little, you you ain't nothing. Well, all you do is run around and be a uh, sucker on everybody else. Sucker. <laughs> you a sucker. Jerry <laughs> Payton. Mike Brissette. Hey, he's that. laying wood on his ass. He's laying wood on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> he's laying wood on your ass. Get it, Pat. you weak. <laughs> weak ass. Get your so weak ass out of here. You think Gary Payton and Michael oh, Jordan going at it on yeah, court? I used to see
4: it.
3: <laughs> hey everybody and welcome to another edition of Craft Root Sports. I am Mike, with me as always is Scott, the man behind the computers is Joe, this is Craft Brood Sports. Scott, you ready to uh, tap this keg of sports knowledge?
2: Yeah, with some cider. <laughs> you pump, I'll pour. Does yeah. that work for
3: cider? Sure, I'm sure they put okay, it in cool. kegs. Yeah, all right, let's yeah. do it then. You tap the tree, I'll pour. <laughs> <laughs> righty then. What's up, brother? Joe, uh, I'm, uh, you know, just a terrifying day. Thought a, thought a baby was on the way, mm, and nothing's
2: uh, more fun than late pregnancy. <laughs> yeah,
3: you know, just scary shit happening. Uh, spent the whole day in the ER. Fun times, Joe. How you doing, man? Doing great, guys. How's it going? Oh, good, man. But for the record, your
2: wife is fine. You kind of just transition there. Yeah, I spent the whole day in the ER. Hey, Joe, how you doing?
3: (laughs) Well, you know. Everybody's like, (laughs) is she okay? I mean, yeah, there's no baby here. So, yeah, she's fine. We're just doing a show. She's in the hospital. Yeah, I'll get there eventually. I'm dedicated to this show.
2: (laughs) I know you're in the hospital. We got a show.
3: (laughs) Well, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, I honestly don't know if it's working on any platform at this point. We're, we're giving Hoping it a go. Hoping and praying and wishing. Uh, yep, let's hope that everything's working well. Uh, I can already tell that Robert Taylor is saying, oh, look, audio issues, that's not a good sign. Whatever, fuck it. Catch the... Catch the podcast later. At this point, I don't give a shit. Like I'm too pumped up. I don't give a shit anymore. What
2: what in the hell could be going wrong this time? Who
3: knows? Fuck it. Uh, Anyways, thank you guys for tuning in. we got a really fun show for you tonight, uh, if you can hear us. Uh, We're going to be talking about uh, some Cleveland shit, Cleveland doing weird shit in the BMV. Uh, We're going to talk some Jim Harbaugh. And I Ooh. actually agree with him about I something. always
2: agree with Jim Harbaugh. Don't um, you dare slander Jimmy like that.
3: We'll see. We're going to talk Mayweather. Mayweather and Fitty? Uh. Fitty. <laughs> that might be the whitest thing I've ever said on this show. Fitty? No, you've said some pretty white white shit. things. Okay. Maybe Uh, the least. (laughs) All right, let's talk about uh, the Motherfucker of the Week. We'll get right into that. Uh, Motherfucker of the Week nominees. Scott, give us the first one. Uh,
2: Your first one is the group of fans in Milwaukee who decided that it would be a smart idea to give a standing ovation to Josh Hader after Mm. he came back from the All-Star Game and his racist and homophobic tweets surfaced. So his first appearance after the All Star Game in Milwaukee comes out of the bullpen, and the home fans, for whatever reason, standing gave o. a
3: standing O because of all the trials and tribulations he faced, and he kind of apologized. Yeah, I don't get what like what's going through their heads. In I, fairness, <sighs> like at first I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. But there were a lot of people that gave Milwaukee fans shit for this this week. Like there was a lot of hate on social media for doing but there this. Rightfully so. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying rightfully so. I was afraid that it was going to skirt by where people weren't even going to oh, notice. Oh, yeah, no. Because like, I, I was sitting there like, am I overreacting to this? Like, there's no reason why you should be getting a standing ovation right now, right? I
2: immediately thought, this is one of the most insane things I've ever seen.
3: Yeah, absolutely ridiculous. Uh, that is your first uh, option for motherfucker of the week. Second option, former Notre Dame and uh, Washington uh, quarterback Joe Thiesman. Uh, that's right. I'm calling him by his real name, Joe Thiesman. Uh He came out this week. I think it was TMZ Sports cornered him and asked him what he thought about the Washington uh, mascot. And he said he cited the survey from like a couple years ago where they were like nine out of 10 native Americans aren't offended by it, even <laughs> though the logic was completely flawed in that survey. And it's been proven that it's a horrible survey. So he cited that. And he said that he has quote talked to plenty of native Americans who are fine with the name. So there is nothing racist about that name. Thanks Joe. Thanks for that. I've got native American,
2: American friends. It's cool. I was going
3: to say <laughs> his, his argument was basically the uh, equivalent of I've got a, uh, I've got a black friend. He's, he's okay with it. He's okay if I say the N-word, so I'm we, allowed to say it.
2: We smoked the peace pipe. It's cool. <laughs> Don't worry about it. We shared some mail pouch and
3: <laughs> talked about Manifest Destiny. They're totally cool with the racist name. Yeah, they're fine with it. Relax, guys. Don't Ease do any up.
2: research on that. Just trust <laughs> me.
3: There was a survey. I called <laughs> three of my Native American friends, and two out of the three. 66% <laughs> are totally cool with it. Uh, Joe Thiesman. Other nominee for Motherfucker of the Week.
2: And while we're at it, they also are fine with Chief Wahoo. So there you go. (laughs) Just nailing them all down this week.
3: (laughs) Thanks, Joe. (laughs) Uh, There's your options. Those are available on our Facebook page. Make sure you go in, make your vote count, and we will reveal the winner by the end of the episode, as well as give our opinions. I'm not going to lie. This is a tough one for me. This isn't an easy cut right down the middle. It's a really tough choice, and I think this one could be a very close vote as we get into this one but we'll see how it holds up let's talk about the uh beer that we're drinking this week beer? The beer yeah, yeah thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh this week we have airheads green apple cider from march 1st brewing uh this is a, a local brewery here in cincinnati they are just north of uh of the city and they partnered with Airheads, which we found out is also a local company, had no idea that uh, Airheads was a local company, but they're made in Erlanger, Kentucky, just over the river. Um, so Airheads and March 1st paired for this beer, um, green apple cider. It's 6.9% ABV. They say it's a very light and crisp with a tangy sour apple, fla- sour apple flavor, 3.76 on untapped and not enough ratings to get rated on rate beer. Uh, initial thoughts, Scott. Um, I don't like ciders
2: Because they're usually sweet as fuck It's usually just a giant sugar bomb And maybe a little bit of alcohol This on the (laughs) other hand though it actually really tastes like an Airhead. This I'm is kind of a sugar shocking.
3: bomb. Sixteen grams of sugar because they actually have the nutrition facts on the which is weird. Bottle. Yeah, I thought that I've was never very seen strange. a beer that me has neither. nutritional yeah.
2: facts on it. But yeah, they're there. But it doesn't taste like sugar. Like it's not overwhelming. Yeah, in the
3: flavor. The color of it kind of threw me off because when I poured it, I was like, "Oh, cool, we're drinking wine tonight." Um, <laughs> so I didn't really know what to expect. Definitely a sour apple. A sour apple smell. Like, holy shit, man! Yeah, you open up this bottle and it is what, super sour. It's apple.
2: more sour than sweet, but I that's what I'm looking for if I'm going to drink a cider. I just I, I don't like the regular ones that just yeah. it, it just tastes like sugar to me no matter what flavor they're supposed to be. I'm just like nah, I'm good. But this solid out of the gate. Yeah,
3: Joe, your uh, initial thoughts on this one. You yeah, know. <laughs> Thank you. (laughs) I love Joe for his dynamite drop ins (laughs) on this. This was so we had a little discussion before the show whether or not a cider is a beer, and we found out that it is not actually a beer. There's no malts, there's no hops that go into it, so it's technically not a beer. The only thing that it shares with beers is the fact that it's fermented, and you know there's a lot of stuff that's fermented, so you can't really call it a beer. Uh, So we are kind of breaking uh, the mold here. This uh, when Joe mentioned this cider. (laughs) it's still technically craft brewed Mm -hmm. like this is uh this is a craft brew uh and they advertise as being the most drinkable craft brewery in the city and they they do march first like focuses on loggers and they're they experiment somewhat like obviously with this but they're more ciders and loggers is what they're known for Hmm. which is a little crazy uh joe since this is your uh your brewery close to your place do you know what march first means what it alludes to? The first of March. Nope. Yep. It is. Uh, it's named for. Uh, the The date that Ohio became a state, March 1st, 18-something. Oh. So, little ode to- More, uh, you, more you know.
0: <laughs> Shot across the sky. <laughs> Filling content in the summer. <laughs> Found out Airheads is in Cincinnati. No, we know why it's named <laughs> this. Tank
3: is uh, listening in, and he said, if I was a high school girl, I would be so stoked about this cider. <laughs> I've already
2: gotten texts from females about the beer. <laughs> <laughs> So, oh, well, you know. It, this episode's for the ladies. Put that in the description <laughs> later.
0: <laughs> this one's hey, for the- ladies.
3: <laughs> uh, so, there's your beer of the week. Uh, as always, we'll see how it holds up. Scott, you want to get into some upper deck?
2: Yeah. I need <laughs> to get my papers out, though. <laughs> But I can tell you that Upper Deck is brought to you, as always, by Minuteman Tickets, owned by a couple of
3: local Ohio dudes who are sports fans just like all of you. Minuteman helps customers find the best deals on the market. These guys are all about honesty all the time, every time. If someone has a better price, they'll tell you straight up.
2: But Minuteman isn't just sports or concerts. They'll help you out with tickets to literally any event you
3: want. They'll even sell your tickets for you. And with college football right around the corner, uh, literally like a month away from college football at this point, uh, be sure to hit up Minuteman. You goddamn right, Joe. (laughs) Uh, Be sure to hit up Minuteman for all of your OSU football ticketing needs. And while you do that,
2: go like them on Facebook where they do weekly giveaways of merchandise, sports and concert apparel, and
3: obviously tickets. Uh, They're actually doing a giveaway right now for a Craft Root Sports shirt and an autographed Cincinnati Bengal shirt. You have until Friday, tomorrow, to get in on on that. that. So go in, comment who your favorite Bengal is, share it. Uh, Like our page, like their page, and you're entered. That's all you got to do. Super. And follow us on Twitter. Yep. Uh, Check them out at MinutemanTickets.com or give them a call at 614 943 3000 and avoid all the fees. No fees if you call them. 614 943 3000. A simple story to start off upper deck. Very simple.
4: Well, it
3: kind of blew up. It's yeah, one of I, those that we were like, eh, that happened."
2: When when I had to cut it for my job, I was like, "Ah, shit, this one, mm. this one blew up because it's made Channel Nine News now." But whatever. <laughs> um, and in case you haven't heard, there's a DMV in Cleveland that decided they were going to make it so that you couldn't smile. Which, okay, here's the part that I want to talk about. I've never been discouraged from smiling at the DMV. Me so neither. I didn't know that it was a thing that my ID like has me s- smiling. You're not supposed to. I've never smiled, but they always tell me, "You can smile if you want. Stand by until the flashes." Like, you know, typical DMV bland drone-ness right. about how it goes, but they've never said, "Do not smile because you're not supposed to." So, I was Is
3: then a new thing with the new IDs
2: that they know. have so- going on?
0: Well, so I had to do it, too, for my now work. I had to get a new badge, and they say if you smile, it, like, closes your eyes. So if you don't smile, your eyes are more open and they can see more of your face. I also feel like
3: they just want to do that so that if you commit a crime, they can use that picture and make you yeah. look like a total douchebag. That was what I because I uh, there was one uh, like the, not the most recent idea I got, but the one before that. I didn't smile because I wanted to look like a badass. So I had like the Which shaved head. You need a lot to, more than
2: just
4: not.
3: Well, because it, it's but, but it's only shoulders up, so people don't know. So I was able to like kind of like split the shoulders look up a little bit, yeah. yeah, and I didn't, yeah, I was like, we'll take the fucking picture, bro, uh, and then, uh, I, I, like, I seriously looked at my ID, and I was like, if I ever get arrested, this is what goes up on the news, and people are gonna be like, look at this fucking piece of shit, <laughs> and he's so, from Norwood, you so now it's, a piece now my ID is like, me in like, a pink shirt with like, a big smile on my face, like, hey guys, I'm friendly, don't rape me I'm in prison. A dad. <laughs> well,
2: anyway, uh, the, uh, the DMV in Cleveland to get people to not smile are they put up a picture of LeBron and a Lakers jersey? Hmm,
3: that's a story. I feel like it would make me laugh. Like I'd be like, ah, "That's kind of funny, you did that." Yeah, that's, you're not supposed to smile. Yeah, but that's kind of funny, right? Y- y'all are trying to be funny. It's <laughs> backfired on you. Was it just? Was it? it did every BMV do this? That's or was what it I just couldn't one? find it. was just one apparently, but I don't know. It. I never did find a locator for which DMV. So it basically, just said, BMV in Cleveland. Basically, this story blew up because one dude like pulled a prank at the BMV because yep. he was bored as fuck one day and was like, "You know what? I'm gonna put out a picture of LeBron in the Lakers jersey." And they were like, ah, this is going to go everywhere. (laughs) So there it is. Good for you, man. Uh, All right. Well, how about a little minor league baseball? And this might be my favorite story of the week. Last week, the Savannah Bananas... already uh plus one for how great of a story that it is, is just because fantastic of their name. Name. Uh, they're a summer league team they took on the macon bacon plus two right mm. there another fantastic name uh and because minor league baseball is the best they decided to do some amazing things for their st patrick's day in july promotion the stadium had green beer there was irish music uh the big draw the Bananas played the entire game in kilts, which isn't really an Irish thing, but whatever. They're a it's not. little past. That's a Scottish thing. Scottish thing. Yeah, I was going yeah, to say it's more it Scottish. Like Scottish. I mean, there is like Irish kilts, but mainly it it's, it's, it's Scottish. a Scottish yeah, thing. Gotcha. Uh, so anyways, they played the entire game in kilts. Uh, the game was actually canceled due to rain, and because it's like super minor league, summer league ball... They don't have a grounds crew, so the bananas, the whole team had to like help pull the tarp on the field, and they're all in kilts trying to pull the tarp across the field um, and actually that might be the most Irish part of their whole promotion was that there was a shitload of rain and it canceled the game. Everything else was like just <laughs> bullshit fake Irish stuff. This was definitely the most Irish part. Uh, the game was rescheduled for the 25th yesterday, and yes, the bananas did rock the kilts again. You all right there man? Did you forget there was a microphone there? I totally did. <laughs> I do podcasting
0: <laughs> Dummy <ass. laughs>
3: Very much so Sorry y'all uh, So I thought that was kind of a cool thing That these dudes actually rocked kilts Like normally they say it's a promotion like that And then right. they come out, take a picture And then they go in and change Like I, uh, when I was thinking about it I'm like alright it's not that hard to play baseball in a kilt but if you got a slide, that's going to hurt like a mother, man. What were they wearing on the kilts? If it's true kilt-wearing I was going to say if you you're can. actually wearing a kilt.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: yeah, that's... Uh, a lot of dicks flopping
0: around.
2: <laughs> yeah, takes us back to that question about which sport you want to see the dicks <laughs> flopping around. In. So you,
0: got, you got bacon and then bananas, right? Those are the two dicks yeah. flopping around. Bacon and yeah. bananas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
2: one's rock hard and one... <laughs>
3: Is slightly. Moving on. <laughs> All right. Cool. Good. Good transition. Hey, Tank wants to know what happens if you're stu- is super stoned for your ID pick. Fantastic question. I
2: mean, it depends on if you're giggling while you're stoned or if you're just. I out think of it's just it that red eye stoned. look. I I like uh, staring. I think
0: they just like look at you and they say, "Hey, you want to go hang out in this like cell room <laughs> over here?
3: Like real quick, It's like
0: you smell terrible."
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: now they're like, "Hey, man." Can I buy some from you? (laughs) Because I work at the BMV and this sucks.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It'll make me hate my life less. Less. It's it's going to make
3: me want to put a picture of LeBron in a Lakers jersey (laughs)
2: up. (laughs) Well, the saga continues. Uh, The never-ending game of I can out-petty you between 50 and money Mayweather. Added another chapter this week. <laughs> uh, they've been going back and forth all week on various social media sites. These two, who were once butt buddies and best friends, are now completely against one another. Yes. Yeah. Was always bound to happen. Their relationship always seemed weird to begin with. Right. So I knew someday they would end up beefing because that's just how it goes. Uh, anyway. Um, it, Mayweather up the ante, uh, so to speak, this week. He announced a new venture, and he calls it The Biggest Rat Sweepstakes. What the fuck is that, you ask? Well, <laughs> glad you asked. Uh, in a post on Instagram that features a bunch of rats and a picture of 50 Cent from his role as a cancer-ridden man in the movie All Things Fall Apart, Mayweather wrote, quote, the biggest rat sweepstakes. To enter, first, tell me how many rats are in this picture. Rat emoji. Second, <laughs> go to 50 Cent IG, Twitter, and Facebook and post the most disrespectful comment you can possibly think of about the herpes-infested rat. 50 Cent. Rat emoji. Third, repost <laughs> on your page, hashtag 50 Cent Got Herpes. I promise the top nine shots will receive $5, or $1,000 each And and a reposts on my page. Money emoji. (laughs) End quote. (laughs) Well, that doesn't isn't the most savage thing fucking ever. But I also love, you know, the grammar coming from the guy who can't read. Right. Uh,
3: Each and a repost on my page. Okay, but here's here's where I kind of feel like 50 wins on this one. Like, yeah, it's super petty, and it's funny that he did this, but Mayweather also has to have other people take shots right. at 50. Like, you well, can't come up first, with it your own. That was the first thing like, I
2: thought was, wait a minute. You have to crowdsource your, <laughs>
3: your, like your savagery? You're paying $9,000 to random people to make fun of 50. cent. You can't come up with something good yourself. Mm, right. You're going to take an L on this one, man. Yeah. Not only that. On the whenever- heels of the L
2: of not going to Africa and fulfilling your <laughs> promises
3: to speak. Not only that with uh uh with Instagram and I looked into it to try to see what was posted and if there was anything funny. All it was was people hijacked the hashtag and were just posting like fights and dancing and so Instagram like yeah it was like people that they use check that out my page. they use that hashtag and the uh, to, to in draw my shit to the in my feelings yep. challenge hashtag and all it was was like I'm a rapper like, oh cool man thank you for <laughs> check um, out my mixtape here's 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 a minute of my my mixtape <laughs> a lot of that it was a lot of that uh, but yeah,
2: I mean I'm all here for these two morons going back and forth. I, on just, I mean, media. how long
3: until they just fight? Like just get it over with. Just fight. I exhibition feel like it match have already happened. Yeah, <laughs> just just an exhibition match, no worries about like getting it sanctioned. Go fight somewhere and put it on pay-per-view and you both can make a ton of money on it.
2: I'd watch. I was going to say, I mean, if it worked When we tried
3: to stream it, I'd watch (laughs) I mean, I tried to watch the
2: the Mayweather-McGregor fight, but you know. Goddamn
3: Dana White. (laughs) Um, All right, let's move on to this story. Sometimes you do whatever you can to get a good deal, and that's what a 37-year-old random dude named Jeffrey Jacobs did. Uh, Jeffrey Jacobs has a name similar to the owner of the Boston Bruins, Jeremy Jacobs. Not the same. Not like, oh, one's Jeff, one's Jeffrey. One's Jeffrey, one's Jeremy. Uh, apparently, it's close enough to pass because Jeffrey was arrested this week for trying to get out of paying for things by saying that he was the 78-year-old owner of the Boston Bruins. 37-year-old man trying to pass as the 78-year-old millionaire owner of an NHL hockey team. Uh what happened was apparently a tree had fell on his house during a storm last year, and the owner of a company, who says he's a big Bruins fan, but apparently not a big enough Bruins fan, uh, said that Jeffrey enticed him to come out during the middle of the storm and then convinced him to build the $5,100 job to Jeremy, the actual owner of the Boston Bruins. Um, That's just good work. Yeah, and he's done it before. He apparently tried to get out of a speeding ticket by saying he was uh, Jeremy. So, like, this dude is just a, a bold-faced liar, and people are super dumb for falling for it. Like, they're like, I love the Bruins. Yeah, this 30-year-old dude is totally the owner. That makes perfect sense in my mind. What, first of all, I, I mean, you own a house. You've done work around the house. Have you ever had a contractor that's like, yeah, I'll just bill it to this other address and that it, you're – No, just a name. Bill me. Right. I'm this guy. Right. Don't look into right, right. do
2: it.
4: Don't look <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: I don't understand how that works. <laughs> Plus, the guy that owns the, the tree cleanup company was like, yeah, I'm a really big Bruins fan. That's you, what I'm saying. You're, you're clearly not. I was going to say, you can't.
3: <laughs> possibly be if you just took this guy for his right. word. You're
2: the Bruins owner? No way. Also, right.
3: also let's think about this for a second. If this dude's 37 years old and he is scamming tree trimmers out of doing work on his house, I'm assuming his house isn't to the scale that you would expect of the That's owner of a, a professional team. Yeah. So wouldn't you think when the tree trimmer comes out and sees that this dude's living in like a three bedroom ranch and he's like, yeah, I own the Bruins. <laughs> it doesn't send up any red flags where it's like I don't think this is you. No, it's me. Just send me this bill to my office because I don't want to come in here. Well,
2: all right then.
3: Seems legit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I I applaud the attempt great, though. I, I mean, I, I, other I mean, than getting arrested for pretending to be somebody all it else, is,
3: is the same last name. It's and that's the other thing that blows my mind. He he's not even. It's not even the same name, right? You—that's like me just walking up and be like, "Yeah, I'm Scott Kaiser. What's up? How's it going?" (laughs) And people are like, "Cool, man. Yeah, hey, how's it going? We'll bill (laughs) you. Send it to this address because I don't—I don't want it here. (laughs) I I don't want my wife to find out that this tree fell. You know what I'm saying?" (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the tree, tree was like, yes, I'm a big Bruins fan, so I'll do whatever you say, sir. We're going to bring the cup home this year, right? Yeah, that. And I don't want to pay
2: for these trees.
3: Whatever, bro. <laughs> there you go, man. So just lie. There's the moral of that story. Just lie about who you are. Wow. Well, this one,
2: this next story, it, it was very funny to me because of all the shit that the cops took off of this story. Mm-hmm. So, uh, mm-hmm. I- Iowa starting defensive lineman Bradley, uh, and I've never, I don't think it's Reef. I, I think that's because his brother plays for the Chiefs. Yeah. No? Yeah. yeah, sure. Anyway, go sure. with it. Uh, whatever. He was arrested this past weekend um, uh, at while on campus because he tried to get into the cop car. He had walked up to the cop car on the passenger side, tried to open up the door, wouldn't open, realized, oh, there's somebody sitting in that seat. Oh, no big deal. I'll just go to the back. Hop in the back. <laughs> tried to open up the back. Cops are like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like... Hey man, I'm I'm just I'm drunk. Trying to get I, home. I'm trying to get home. Isn't your job to protect and serve? <laughs> well, no, nope. they busted out the breathalyzer on him, and well, I mean, he wasn't driving, but dude blew a .204, That's which is crazy. Is a whole lot the of dude alcohol. Drank a lot. And he was clearly just drunk as fuck. But there's nothing wrong with being drunk. There's a problem with drunk being drunk and driving. But they went on ahead and slapped him with a public intoxication uh, ticket. (laughs) And, uh, excuse me, Uh, from there, you know, it was just like, what the fuck? Why why wouldn't the cops... If the cops are there to serve the public and there's just some random guy... I mean, he wasn't doing anything belligerent. He wasn't pissing on anything. He wasn't destroying anything. And sure, I mean... Obviously, you're not supposed to try to just randomly get in a cop car, but if you
3: explain to the cops, hey, I'm really wasted, I don't want to drive. Well, and, think and the, the story that car. I read was that he thought it was a cab, because he is yeah, He thought it was extremely, an Uber, Yeah, an Uber, something yeah. like that. So he's just really wasted and thought it was an Uber, so when that happens, the cops should just be like, man, no, it's not. Here, let me get you a ride home. I was going to say- Like, just call somebody well, to get us home.
2: I was going to say, that would be the worst case scenario, where they're like, all right, we're
3: going to attend. But I mean- couldn't they just take dude home? I mean... Yeah, and and that's the other shitty thing. This was, like, campus police, too, so it's not yeah. even, like, it's state... Like, you're just looking to, to bust kids at that point is right. what you're doing. Uh, dick move.
4: Uh,
2: as a random aside, um, his brother, when he was at uh, Iowa State... Also arrested during, or Iowa, my bad. was also arrested during his time there, um, but that was a little different because he was 19 and wasted, and he led police on a 20-minute foot chase while he was half naked. (laughs) So Now that I can totally understand getting arrested for. That one deserves a public intoxication.
3: That'll get you booked into county, but... I mean just Knocking on the door Like hey man Can you give me a ride that That's not It reminds me of Grand Theft Auto When you try to get Into the cop car When the cop's there And you immediately Get the three star rating And I'm like
2: for what Just for trying to get In the cop car Come on
3: uh, shit. Um, Oh shit Ouch uh, Cheryl said Babe we need to get you In the gym Damn Wow Hit her with the Rat bear horn That deserves it Holy shit That's cold What the fuck just happened? Uh, Your wife just put you on blast on the Facebook Live feed. Cool. Alright, let's get into the last story of upper deck here. Moving on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That got the that fuck? got super weird. Look, Scott pulls out the phone. He's like, wait a second, I'm gonna handle this shit right now. Right. This? <laughs> uh all right, well the, the uh open was this past weekend, the British Open, and Tiger finished tied for sixth at the open. Uh, real big deal there. The better story from the weekend, though, is that Eddie Pepperell, uh, he shot a seventy one on Saturday. Uh, kind of took him out of running for the uh, the tournament. Apparently, after his Saturday performance, Pepperall was so upset with himself, and he did what any of us would do after we've had a really shitty day at work. Uh, he went and got fucked up, just hammered drunk, wasted, and uh, he ended up playing Sunday completely hungover. Uh, he admitted it. He came out and said, I was pretty hungover today. Um, still shot himself a 67 to finish, tied for sixth. With Tiger Woods, more <laughs> drunk, more often. <laughs> He's back. Yeah, uh, Eddie Pepperell is back. Hungover Eddie Pepperell is definitely back. Tiger Woods, not so much. Uh, I think. I think we should have more athletes playing their sport
0: hungover. When- so, what was better, him doing this hungover, or the kid from whatever Ohio in the Olympics who chugged a beer right after and did all that? Which one's better?
3: Wait, there was a kid from Ohio that chugged a the beer Olympics. in the Olympics like the
0: fourteen year old snorkels
3: oh, where right. he shotgun a yeah, 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 beer yeah, yeah. on National Live TV and cussed Yeah, that's way better. That's <laughs> way better than being hung over. That was the same kid that like he said his family was going up the mountain and we're sending them Snapchats of them just getting fucked up on the way up the mountain at like six o'clock in the morning. They're just all doing shots. That family is way better uh, than Eddie Pepperell going home and drinking some schnapps or whatever and then feeling <laughs> a little But you know what, though? If you're tired with
2: Tiger, it's a good day
3: no matter what, right? I mean, that's the way I love it. That's what I'm saying. This should have been the story, not, hey, Tiger yeah. was in the lead for a little bit and then yeah. faltered down the stretch because he's not back. It should be <laughs> Eddie, Do pepperoni. you
0: want your mic cut? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want that?
2: I love the smoothness <laughs> of all that. Shut your it. fucking it. mouth.
0: You just <laughs> kept blowing right <laughs> through it. I do what I can
3: uh, This has been Upper Deck Brought to you as always by Minuteman Tickets And by Eddie Pepperell uh, Tiger, not back I mean, right?
2: No, definitely not bad I, I'm still thinking about how my wife just fucking Just completely burned burn.
3: Dude, that took burn you chain. way out of it I, feel, oh, I shouldn't have even said anything <laughs> I, sh- I, I didn't feel even bad notice for it, it, but up. now I know, that's cool. what I'm saying I feel bad for bringing it up Because cool. now you're like You're completely out of it, man Yeah <laughs> I guess I'll go to prison and lift
2: weights and convert to Islam.
3: You just got to start doing them kid exercises, like swinging the kid like a kettlebell. Well, I thought it some, was good. Some kid curls. I thought That's it was good, good until one. a
2: few minutes ago, but apparently not.
3: <laughs> oh, shit. Just a bitch out here. Um, see, we'll, we'll just adjust your camera because nobody can see my arms in the camera. So the <laughs> it's like my driver's license picture where I look way bigger than <laughs> I actually am. Neck up.
2: <laughs> I'll just do some neck workouts and just be real, real slow. <laughs> Jesus, man.
3: Uh, the drug, line is open four four zero thirty seven drunk hit us up uh let us know what you want to talk about where do you guys want to go to start this show where should we go first because there's a lot that we were going to talk about uh here.
2: actually i needed to consult what we had because there was a lot of things that i wanted
3: to talk about and i feel like we need to get to all of them so i don't want to spend too much time on any one let's start with uh let's start with last chance you Uh, because that was was a a good thing. that We don't want to throw any spoilers out there, but Last Chance U came out uh, last week. Actually, the day after we recorded last week, Last Chance U dropped on Netflix. It's like the official start of college football season when Last Chance U comes out. It's the hard knocks of the NCAA. This year, I was really nervous about it because they were going to a different college in uh, Kansas, Independence, Kansas. We didn't have Buddy anymore. Well, I was
2: nervous when I heard that they were leaving... The the Mississippi, because I'm like, wait a minute,
3: why mess up a good thing? But see, that's so that's what I was thinking too. But if you think about it, that second season was was totally different than the first season. Like the first season hooked you so much, and then the second season. Buddy was like, I was embarrassed of seeing myself. I'm going right. to try not to swear. Well, and Brittany Wagner was gone. Like, well, it took one episode
2: for me to realize. Oh no, they totally made the right decision by moving on and going to a different school. Yes, yeah. it took one episode, and I'm like, yep, all right. I I don't miss Buddy at all. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah when there's a cow roaming and there's just a dude with a gun chasing it down throughout their that, football practice, I, I was I was hooked and sold right and, there.
2: And really, I, I they. I know it happened right at like one of their first practices, but that set the tone.
0: Yeah, when yeah. in
2: the very first practice, they they have to stop practice because there's a guy on the far side of the field trying to tranquilize a cow, <laughs> and all the players are nervous and, they're, and they're freaking, they're out. freaking out. And the
3: coaches yelling, "Don't shoot the motherfucker!" <laughs> I mean,
2: I, I was just like. That tells me everything I need to know about this season and it hasn't disappointed from there. But yeah, it's uh, it's wild, man.
3: Super good season. Uh the the Independence Pirates were like bottom feeders in their division for years and years and years. 30 and years uh, they hadn't won a this is a their title. turnaround thanks to a couple of things that that came out in the show. So one is their new coach uh, JB is what JB. he goes by, which yeah, made me yeah. laugh every time I heard yeah. it.
4: Nah,
2: like, yeah. every, every time it I heard JB. it, like, God damn it, JB! <laughs> uh,
3: but JB, the new coach, uh, who is from Compton and now resides in this <laughs> and that Compton, people, that Compton, not the, the other Compton. Compton, the oh, Compton. and it should be we should clarify: JB is whiter white. than me. Like he is super white, dude. Uh, Until
2: you hear him talk. Then yep. you know that and then he's you're like, not whiter oh, than you. you're from Compton. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, he would nail all of the white motherfucker questions that shoot, you get
3: wrong. He would nail the ones you get wrong. He, <laughs> I was going to go there, too. <laughs> and the ones I can't get either. Uh, but super entertaining. The foulest mouth I have ever heard out of any coach he in the world. He used fuck in ways that I had never envisioned. In the very first
2: practice, I'm
3: like, wow, that shit is impressive. It, it, it like gets me thinking how does that motivate guys like i don't know if i could take he he like is a drill sergeant that doesn't know any more words than fuck is basically the best way to describe it well and
2: at one point later on in the season he <laughs> and they have one of those one-on-ones with him and he's talking about how ah, these guys think that we're not encouraging them and that we're belittling them and all this and they, they can't handle it but you know we're actually doing just the opposite, and we're, we're 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 building them up with this. And I'm like, man, but it'd be very hard when a guy is motherfucking you to your face and telling you you're completely worthless and telling you to get off the field with all these f bombs, and still believe. Yeah, but he's still
3: got my best interests at heart, dude. He. <laughs> Cut players more times than I've ever seen. None of them actually got. No, cut, no, no, no. But he was just like, "Get the fuck, go the fuck yeah. home, <laughs> go the fuck home, fuck boy." <laughs> Which calling players fuck boys was the best thing. As a white uh, guy, JB is he makes the show. The players themselves this year, I didn't find to be that interesting. There was no, the one well, kid. Here's my take on the the
2: players. There's only three standouts. And then the rest of them are all kind of forgettable. You can make an argument for the defensive lineman who always gets late hits, late late penalties on everything. (laughs) (laughs) Spoiler alert. He likes to late hit. (laughs) But the quarterback, a complete. Douchebag. That guy
3: sucks. Yeah, the kid from Florida State.
2: Yeah, yeah. Who was a five star recruit and is just he's a bitch. Well, and, and he's
3: everything that Buddy says he is. Like he's the
2: only J.B., one JB, not I,
3: Buddy. Sorry.
2: <laughs> the other white guy. So he's the only one that I actually agree with anything that J B says because I'm like, man, I don't like this guy. But I love the wide receiver from Texas Tech. Uh yeah, yeah. yeah he's he's was, awesome. And then the the linebacker, I feel really bad for, and they do a good Bobby job. Bobby Bruce, like,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Bobby Bruce ends <laughs> he up being makes fun of his voice, and I'm like, he's actually. Accurate. I was I was just gonna say, Bobby Bruce ends up being one of those dudes that you really pull for, like you yes. really want him to yes. get over the hump. We Those were talking the, about that's it.
2: That's what I'm saying. Those are the three standouts. Like we the were the talking about it um, uh, before
3: it. the show. Uh, normally, when they explore like the players' past and they start talking about like how they grew up, that's when I check out on this show because I'm like, I get it. You were poor, man. Like You had some shit happen to you. You fucked up in college. My now son you're in says, Independence, hi, hi, Jordan.
2: <laughs> Which, by, by the George. way, random aside, he will ask randomly out of nowhere, did, did you do your podcast last night? Nice! And I'm like, no, it's... Tuesday but thanks for asking buddy and like when i when i come back from not being at home he's like how was the podcast and i'm like didn't do it it was just that's at work awesome but,
3: man you know, i love that he for thinks asking. your job is the podcast that's fantastic i know <laughs> he, he
4: knows what daddy wishes
3: was his real job oh shit but anyway uh, anyway so bobby bruce is like the guy that you really pull for you hear his backstory he had a really rough time some shit went down with this cousin the guy just Really struggles throughout the whole thing. Not going to ruin what happened to him, uh, but he's definitely one of the ones that you really pull for. I agree with you 100% about that quarterback. Fuck that kid. What a whiny little douchebag, man.
2: He sucks, and no matter what's going on, good or bad, it just... and and (laughs) There was one player that later in the season basically calls him out. It's like, he doesn't care about shit except for himself. Yeah. But I completely understand why...
3: Florida State would be like, Yeah, this guy. Well, and the get coaching staff was trying to get across the point to him that, uh, like, you're a five star recruit. You think you're this great player. You are not showing that on the field. Like, in, and you see these games where he's just missing throws. He's not, like, I understand he doesn't have, like, the best line in the world, but come the fuck on, man. Like, you're playing Juco kids. And you're supposed to be starting at Florida State. You should be throwing for 600 yards every game.
2: That's what I don't understand. For him being a five-star recruit and the number two overall recruit in the country, he looks like dog shit.
3: Yeah, I think a lot of that is just that he was upset that he got you know had to resort to JUCO,
0: so he just mailed it in. Uh, My guess is he just doesn't want to play football no more. Oh, you
3: think think he's going that route?
0: Yeah, he's just doing it because his dad said, "Hey, you're going to do this now to get back into it." Because.
3: You think the scouts are questioning his uh his Oh, he's, he's, get, he's getting the
0: Josh Rosen treatment for <laughs> sure. For sure. Uh, yeah, that
3: kid's a douchebag. But the season is super entertaining. I finished it in like a week. Not even a week. Like it was the weekend I was done with it. Uh, Scotts rolled through it pretty quickly I, yeah you
2: know? no it well and i didn't start watching it until like monday, monday tuesday when no, it talking. was like i was gonna say monday night i think i watched the first episode and then actually took a day off and then in the last 24 hours have plowed through it i have everyone done except for i'm on the very last episode but very good season and actually i mean unless something crazy happens in the last episode i'm already about to say that
3: this one is the best season out of the three, Ooh. and I loved the first two. Like I loved the first one. The second one was kind of a downer. Joe, are you going to put season three above seasons one and two? Above two, below one. Ooh, okay. So Joe's going one three two. Scott's going three three one two. I think Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> Sorry, Chicago. I don't. I don't know where I'd put. This season, it's definitely above two. Two is definitely the worst season of them all. But that shock of seeing Buddy for the first time and being like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, I mean, I guess wild. the it's the
2: intro of "Oh my god, this is what the show is going to be." This, this is, is JUCO was just like, like football, JUCO, right. and it was yeah. like
0: usually people like <laughs> trying like act nice in front of a camera, and right? Was just and like this dudes
3: was, raw, yeah. Uh, but I will say JB is definitely rawer, rawer, more raw, rawer, more rare. Rarer, rarer, roar. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Then, uh, uh, fuck. Anyways, moving on. Uh, Hard knocks coming up soon. Uh, it's the Cleveland Browns this year. So pumped. So the NFL version. <laughs> so I'm going to put it out there to our listeners. If anybody has an HBO login that I can borrow for Hard Knocks, I would appreciate that. Same, same, uh, same, same, same. <laughs> if you want to just share it to Hi, the Jordan. I uh, keep missing it, I guess. I
2: don't
4: know.
3: Uh, Whatever. Share it to uh, the Craft Brood Sports uh, Gmail address and give all of us the login to your HBO Go so that we can watch Hard Knocks with oh, the Cleveland Browns.
2: Y'all need HBO Go? I got that. Yeah,
3: all right, sweet. Good. Uh, Oh, we're yeah. we're hooked up. Yeah. Uh, we got the connect.
2: Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, how excited are you
3: for this Brown season, though? Like, I'm super pumped for well, this one. For I, I, two reasons. Well, I'll say I'm excited. Mayfield. That's why. <laughs> no,
2: I'm excited for for more reasons than just Mayfield. Now, I'm excited for hard knocks specifically for Mayfield, but the yeah, season yeah. in general. At some point in our lifetime. Like the Browns are not gonna suck, right? And they built
3: up all it these. Has to. Damn right. Well, no, it has, I mean, to. Like,
2: like it this, has this, to happen. This you're year right. has
3: to be the year. I mean, when whoa, you're coming off of whoa, forward, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, well, okay, has to be the year. Has to be the year
0: that. Did they, you see Jarvis Landry's comment? I did hear yeah, that yeah, he's Super Bowl baby. Him,
3: him and Marvin <laughs> Lewis are apparently smoking.
2: We weed might together.
0: add Des Bryant. No, no, There's no. They, rumors they, right they now.
2: I said I tweeted that earlier. I'm like. Apparently Jarvis got into Josh Gordon's dash. <laughs> so, I don't know what to, but the, here's the thing. So you're coming off of 0-16, and, and then the year before they only got one win. So you've got one win in two years. I mean, no matter what, this season can't get any worse than 0-16, right? And they've they just got so many guys that at some point, they're gonna break through, and but I mean, that's, I, I mean, I don't know that their breakthrough is any more than like seven
3: wins. But if you're a Cleveland Browns fan, like seven so wins, wins is amazing. Seven and nine would be an amazing season right. for the Browns, especially I, since I just, that, that would I just likely feel like put on them paper, third. When
2: you look at it, they f- ahead of the Bengals. They right. finally have kind of figured it out. I mean, I know they've made a lot of terrible personnel decisions, but I will, I will say they've made some decisions that I thought, man, the Browns did a good job. Like Justin Gilbert, I thought was going to be amazing. He completely busted out in like a year and a half. I mean, they've just had some terrible luck with some of these guys that people pegged as like really good right. picks. I mean, yeah, Johnny Manziel was terrible. Yeah, it, Whoa, you could wait, see that. What? You could see that on the terrible? wall, like that. was what? Yeah, yeah. What
3: Johnny Manziel right. is God's gift to the Canadian Brady, football league. Brady Quinn was terrible, but some of the other what some of the, what? Other, what? What? Some of the what? other some of no, the other
2: fair. picks fair. though? It was just like man, they just have terrible luck because. They were guys that other teams coveted and, like, were supposed to be the guy, and they just haven't worked out. So,
3: like, it's I really, kind of feel bad for as m- many times as they've, like, managed to brown. It's really all the draft hard picks. to miss on the first pick in the draft that many times. Right. It's, it's, like almost, it's almost more impressive that you've swung and missed on the first pick that many times than if you had gotten them all right. <laughs> like, almost. Uh, Grady says that. Um, it's totally okay to ask about stealing HBO on a public broadcast. <laughs> I'm not asking you to steal it. I am asking for a friend to share. That is not stealing. I'll give it back. Uh, all right, Hard Knocks coming up, uh, Browns. So, you, what, Where do you think realistically the Browns end up this year? I
2: think six or seven wins.
3: Six or seven. Yeah. Joe thinks they're going to the Super Bowl. Um, I believe in my boy. <laughs> Here we go, Brownies, here we go. Here's where I think the Browns are going to have trouble, I, and we talked about it before. They've got amazing position players at this point. Like Their wide receiver core is fantastic. They've got Tyrod Taylor now to, so that they don't have to throw Baker Mayfield into things right away and kind of ease him into it, and that's which why. They, they haven't had in the past. Uh, but who's on the line? ever since Joe Thomas left and retired. And, and that's yeah. where the difference is. If Joe Thomas was there, I would have been like, the Browns are going to kill it this year. But without Thomas, I don't trust that line as much as, a, as so what, a, you what, could. What, what, your, what is your win total? I'm going to say five. Okay, so we're not it's that improved. far I think It's six, improved. I'm saying six or seven, and that's not... Five and last place in the AFC North. I, well, whoa, I whoa, say, whoa,
0: whoa, whoa. You think they're going to be worse than the Bengals? Come on now.
3: Yeah, Come on, I do. Man. I do. Come on, I think I, be real. I, well, and, and Marvin you know what? Lewis oh, said the Bengals say, are going to the Super Bowl, so I don't well, know what you're talking about. I Joe. will
2: say that I'll say that they're going to be, be- uh, they're worse off than the Bengals only because for whatever reason the Bengals somehow managed to sneak their way to a few wins last year when it looked like they were they shouldn't have. Yeah, and it it made no sense. So for now, I'm just going to say yeah. Uh, until a zero win team isn't going to, but I do think that they'll look better. Then the Bengals in their wins, and yeah, yeah, yeah. i agree. You'll be able to say, "Oh yeah, the Browns are actually the better team. They're just not quite there yet." I would agree and with they that. Need another year, I'd agree with that. So, like, and
3: if they can beef up that offensive line in this coming off season, they will. One hundred percent shoot and, above the Bengals. Yeah, at the easily. end of
2: the year, Browns fans will feel really good about whatever team they have left, no matter what the win total, because it'll be like we're headed in the right direction. Finally, yeah, We've got the building blocks, and all right, now we just need to add. We need hidden free agency, add a couple more pieces, and next year you're like, all right, this team can <laughs> legit be ready for to the Cleveland Browns fans. motto. No, I know, but hopefully I mean, next year. But when you're coming off zero and sixteen, like it's. That would be great if you said – if at the end of the year, if I was a Browns fan, I'd be looking for, I just want to see
3: a solid team this year. That's all. Like yeah, a yeah. win total. Well, of- and not even coming off 0-16. You're coming off of 1-15 one one and, and, <laughs> and then 0-16. Yeah, like right. At this point, two wins, and you're feeling really good about things as a Browns fan. Uh, all right, Hard Knocks, last chance, you fantastic shit. Um, I can't wait for Hard Knocks. Um, all right, let's talk about Harbaugh since we're kind of talking about college football. Jim, A! Jim Harbaugh came out during Big he Ten media days. Still. Jesus Christ. He will always have my heart. Can you cover your wood, please? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh during big 10 media day this week uh jim harbaugh said that we should expand the college football playoffs to eight teams and eventually 16 he said we should do away with the conference championship a requirement, uh, and he got a lot of shit for this like ohio state fans especially were harping on him for this saying well of course you'd say do away with the conference championship when you can't win one uh blah 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 but I think he's 100% right in this. There should not be a requirement to win the conference championship. And it goes back to the same argument I have when it's only four teams. The four best teams should get in. Like, I feel in right. all of playoffs, every league, and I understand there's divisions and, you know, the NFL has AFC, North, South, those winners get in. But that's all for geographical purposes. Like, I feel like in college football, the best team should get in, period. Uh, so I – I, I, Never thought I'd say it, but Jim Harbaugh is 100% right on that. I think 16 teams is too much. I wouldn't go 16. No.
2: And here's the thing. That's a stretch, Jimmy. Way back when. Kayakis. Before this ever ever (laughs) got instituted, when the playoffs got discussed, I have always stood hard and firm. Eight has always been my number. And I will say, to the end, eight is the perfect number. No – no more, though. I, I think it gets convoluted if you go past eight, and it gets very complicated. And then, you, then, then I get why college purists who wanted the, you know, the bowl system to stick around. Then I totally understand their arguments from that point. But eight to me has always been the sweet spot because I just feel like four was a nice start, and, and it was great. Obviously, I wanted to get the playoffs in there, but eight just it, it, it always seems like there's just those extra couple of teams. And you not not necessarily even get to eight, but it's just like there's always two more or maybe three more where you're just like, damn, I really would like to see them get a shot. And in the end, you know, Alabama's still probably going to win it all, but fuck. I I would like to see the (laughs) matchup trade.
3: I'm I'm going to completely contradict myself uh, from my point earlier. I think eight is the right number, too, and I still hold firm that it should be. The Power of Five. Each conference champion gets yep. an automatic bid. Absolutely. And then you have three at-large bids. Yep. One of those goes to the highest-ranked yep. non-Power Five team, and then two at-large teams who didn't win their conference, which would be UCF this past year. UCF, well, they won the conference. Well, no, but they're not Power Five. They would have gotten in on the the non-Power Five yeah. automatic okay. bid because they yeah, were the right. highest ranked. Okay, so UCF would have been in. It would have taken into account like. Probably the SEC runner-up would and have gotten this, in. This
2: is exactly what I like. What I've always said, like that's how you do it. You take the conference champs and then a couple of extra ones, and boom, you throw them all in together and see what happens. And then UCF gets to play, like, and nobody can be upset that, right? And they, we don't have all this complain. national championship, thing. Right. And and they they get their shot. Whatever happens from there happens. If they win, great. And if they get blown out. Well then, you know whatever that that just proves that you know all those people that say they can't compete with the Power Five, but we get to see it play out instead of well UCF was just out there and we never really will know what will happen. We know they would have gotten beaten by Alabama, but
3: would have got hey, beat by anybody. Uh, eh, well maybe. No, they would have. There's no way. Come on. Uh, I don't know those other the other they beat a down Auburn team and that's what they were tooting their horn
1: okay, about. but
2: Georgia. No, I know, but I'm just saying Georgia and Alabama. I don't think they beat. But the other two, I don't know. I don't. They, I think they could have hung with Clemson
3: and who was the fourth team? Who I don't even I remember. Isn't that funny that like that's you forget we're, that we're quickly. not even that far removed? And I'm like, I don't even know. I, I remember who was Clemson, in, and Clemson, Alabama, and Georgia. Georgia. And I'm like, I don't remember yeah, what the who, other two. Don't who did remember. Georgia play? Oh, Georgia played Oklahoma. Oh, they
2: could yeah. have. They could yeah, have hung could with have, Oklahoma. They could have hung
3: with Oklahoma. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: That yeah. And see, that's the type of thing where it's like I would have liked to. That with seen Baker Mayfield. Them. No, they
3: couldn't have. I take that back. <laughs> Let me take that back. No, there is no way they could have hung with with Baker Mayfield. Um, yeah, but uh, no, I think I think Aid is right, and I I think Ohio State fans that are giving Harbaugh shit for this, like it just comes down to you hate Michigan, yeah. That's so you're gonna whatever. you're gonna hate I, on. Whatever I completely he says.
2: ignore that. No, yeah. If if Urban Meyer came out and said, said they'd be applauding it, but. And if anybody other in the rest of the country
3: probably would have said it, but, oh, wait, Michigan dude said it? Nah. Speaking of Herb, uh, Big Herb this week is under <laughs> fire. Uh, he uh, let go of his, uh, one of his assistant coaches. It was actually the grandson of Earl Bruce who Herb looks up to and loves and worships. Uh, and he has kept his kid on staff. Since like 2009, I think it said, like mm-hmm. basically back in Florida days, he, this right. kid was on his staff uh, as a graduate assistant. Um, this coach was arrested for domestic violence. No charges were pressed. His wife decided not to press charges, stayed on staff. Then in 2015, he was arrested again for domestic violence. That case is still open. There's been no resolution to that at this point. Uh, Stayed on staff. And then this week, he was served with uh, a restraining order from his wife. And that's when they finally pulled the plug and fired him. uh, And mainly because that became public. Like it was... I think it the, already the, had the, She had already had the restraining order, I believe. But he got served with it this week that, that was the tipping point. Or maybe that's what it was. Maybe it just came out that there was a restraining order against him and then people dug into what well, happened. I was going to say,
2: there was a restraining order and he took their child to her house and that mm. was a violation of the restraining you're right, order. You're right, you're right. Because they were, of they're supposed to in meeting in a in certain a, place. Yeah, 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 and that was what happened. But... It wouldn't have come out, I guess, that there was a restraining order, but because he violated it and they had to arrest him, that's how this whole thing came right.
3: about. Right, right, right. So then he got, uh, he got kicked off the staff, finally fired. Uh, so this begs the question, and this is what I was wondering, because I brought this up in, in a group on Facebook that I'm in, and somebody told me it's easy for me to judge – from my position of privilege, where I've never been in a, in a spot to make that decision on a guy. You're so privileged. I, I am very privileged. Uh, you know, way more privileged than Urban Meyer. Uh,
0: we have some breaking news oh, about, shit. Uh, um, about Hard Knocks and the Browns quarterbacks. They have acquired an RV from a local dealership, parked it on the premises, and will be staying together for the remainder of training camp together. Wow. So the QBs... In an RV, top secret clubhouse meetings will happen all night long. They no, got
3: their own. They no got their own speakeasy. No, no shenanigans. No with shenanigans. With Baker Mayfield, get the fuck out no of here. No shenanigans. That is all shenanigans is what that's going to be. Hanging out in the RV all night long. <laughs> long that is
2: uh, especially Wait, with so it's, HBO.
3: It's Baker and Tyrod
2: Taylor. Tyron. That <laughs> <laughs> I want to be is in that in an RV. Uh, no. It, that well, okay. they got
0: from a local dealership, so it's not a very probably. So, good are
2: movie. we going to have an ISO cam within the RV? That's
0: all. There's got to be like a, a twenty-four I want some, hour I want camera. Oh no, that is a lawsuit. <laughs> wants that Big Brother. Crap. I want that. That's what <laughs> no, I would watch. No, no, no. HBO, I would turn that on at two. No one morning. is getting you know suspended. <laughs> they are going to ball out. You know what
3: I would do? I would pay for HBO to watch that. HBO could stream that twenty-four yes. seven on their website. I would pay fifteen dollars a month just to watch that. If it was just live 24-7, you <laughs>
0: would be watching them going over their playbook, talking to each <laughs> yeah, other.
3: Yeah, that's what it is. Pinkies up,
0: having a walk. Do, do, do,
3: do you think HBO gets to go in there?
0: Do you think they're going to
3: let them do some interviews well, inside the Oh, oh I wouldn't <sighs> make them give me access. I would be like, it's part of the deal. I mean, mm. at least to get in there. I'm not saying that they get private. To no like, HBO allowed. They're gonna hang it. It's their clubhouse. <laughs> on the outside of the door, written on paper: "This is the He-Man HBO Haters Club." Girls are cool. That's that's gonna be the bottom of the side. If you got big titties, <laughs> I just feel like that's something Baker Mayfield far, would totally too far. Like I that's said, they're gonna Baker be reading
0: wanted. their playbooks, drinking waters in their PJs. Well,
3: hold on, what kind of water
0: though? Good water. Boss. <laughs> the best.
4: <laughs> I love the
3: faith you have in your team, Joe. It is, it is amazing. I generally think of... Fiji. Super Bowl wow
2: baby. I just generally think of Fiji as like the <coughs> best water. Have you ever had Fiji? Yeah. That it shit tastes, tastes like... like water. <laughs> no, it tastes like water from another planet. Like it's been filtered 19,000 times you know it what it is? Doesn't
3: taste real. Somebody fucking poured it out of their spout, sealed up the cap, and went. There you go. There's some Fiji. Probably did. I don't pay for it, but the few times <laughs> I've had it, and I'm like, this. I, I don't feel like I make enough money to drink this water.
2: <laughs> this is too gonna, good for
3: me. Like, we should do a blind taste test on bottled water. Get like some of that mm, Aquafina. Say, get hey, some look, Fiji. I will
2: say I drink so much water that I can, I can taste the difference between the multiple versions of it. Like are you. Don't fuck with me on the the bottled water. Shit. I'll <laughs> I'll nail that shit.
3: I'll be able to tell you the quality. <laughs> All right, well, I think the challenge has just been laid down. We're going to get a couple of bottles for you, and you are going to have to tell us which one is which.
2: Fantastic.
3: Uh, anyway, so Urban Meyer, uh, this this came out. So the question, because I was told I am judging too harshly because I've never been in a position where I've had to fire somebody for beating their wife. <laughs> uh, that's uh, lucky me for not being in that position. Let's take the call. We'll take the call you in up. Uh, Trevor in sports, who's this? Oh, boy.
5: Who's this? A little, a little
6: too. Hey, what's up, buddy? <laughs> hey, Mookie, what's yeah, up, buddy? Only one.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was I was expecting it to ring, and like all of a sudden, just like, hey, hey, who's there? I, what's up? <laughs> How you feeling, man? Uh, I'm feeling good, man. I uh, I, I'm 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 an old fat ass man now. Popped something in my foot this week, so I just sat at soccer and drank beer all night. That is fantastic. Uh, what are you drinking? Yeah, been been switching between the uh, Doom Pedal and the uh, the Nellie's Keyline Ale. Ooh, so, good choices, yeah. man. Good Shout choices.
3: Out Shout out Taffs, having us out there. So
5: I did I did. I did have. Uh, I did have one thing for you guys. It's not that great, but it's at least something you know ponder upon. Okay. Stacy is now the mom that's got it going on.
3: So you're saying it's no longer Stacy's mom. Now oh, Stacy, Stacy is the mom. Hit the, hit the, Hang Stacy on, whoever's calling in, whoever's calling in, call back in a minute because I need to unpack this for a second. So Stacy, <laughs> right. which is which, the by mom. By the way, that
5: reminds me, y'all need to get some hold music or some shit because I didn't know if we had technical difficulties or if, or if JB was just ranting for hours. So. <laughs> uh just you know a little joe, joe get on that i know you got two laptops to manage now but you know it ain't for a whole lot i don't think
0: one laptop a second screen
5: <laughs> oh so are we, wait, wait. So are we, are we running a vga off that laptop so we're going dual monitors that's impressive
0: hdmi
3: hdmi dual monitor you know fucking high class also, bro. that
5: does remind me i want to point this shit out so you know Sure, if nice enough to build himself the, the speakeasy downstairs, but like, what's he catching for all these electrical bills that you guys be running up every week?
3: <laughs> um, don't sh- 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 My wife has never sh- questioned sh- that. Sh- <laughs> sh- we got three cameras, four Shout microphones.
0: Of- do, you, do you need some hush beer? you need some hush beer? <laughs> uh,
3: Mookie. On
4: 12 on what's up?
3: <laughs> Mookie, uh, are you watching Hard Knocks this year?
5: Am I watching her? Uh, yeah, what is it? the Browns? The snare? Browns.
3: Yes, the Browns. Baker Mayfield, Tyrod Ooh, Taylor in an RV together.
5: Sure. Dude, imagine this. Imagine this dream snare for HBO, and I would not be shocked if we hear 10 years down the road that they were paying people behind the scenes to make this happen. Baker Mayfield... Uh, Adam, Pac-Man, Jones, and Des Bryant in the same locker room?
2: Wait, hold on. Yeah, they're
3: they're trying out Pac-Man. And then they're, I
5: missed that Yeah, one. they're trying I, out pac The Des thing
2: I heard, but I did
3: not hear about Pac-Man. They, yeah, what? holy shit. I didn't even think about that, This man. is going
0: to be the right? best... And Josh that's Gordon. right? And Josh Gordon and Josh Gordon, yeah. Gordon on top of it. Oh, and Josh
5: Gordon. Yeah. And Jarvis Landry. The thing is, they, they don't even need to let all those guys make the team, but you could just have them all in training just camp. In tr- just just cut, in camp. You know, before yeah. you come to the 53, that'd be entertaining as fuck, right? All
3: right, man, you just sold me on this. Uh, I might actually pay for HBO for it. Like there's a good possibility that I might be. I was up, just gonna say, I'm like, it might be worth stupid, it. It you know? might be worth it. I mean, Dude, sure, if you really want to real, be legit, I'm just <laughs> and I'm covering ourselves from <laughs> well, the pay.
2: Hold then on right? a
5: minute. Why are we talking about paying for HBO? Because you know, as a organization, CBS should have these kinds of things that you guys can all consume. Because and then we you write know it it off. show research, write it right? off for
3: taxes. So then Fuckin you just write those off for your LLC, and then bam, there you go.
5: Problem solved. Mookie
3: killing it. Lawyered. Great hearing from you, man. Uh, real quick, before we let you go, uh, FC Cincinnati, you're our soccer expert. They've got their international friendly on Saturday uh, against the La Liga yeah. team. Yeah. Uh, how bad is that going to be for FC Cincinnati?
5: Uh, I'm calling probably a 3-1 loss, but that's fine because let's be realistic. FC's okay. not trying to win the game. They're trying no, to, you just, know, show up and put fun. on a good show. Right, right. I will say that uh, Espanyol's going to put up some good players. If you're going to pay for one game this season, I would say pay for this because, let's be honest, the USL is trash. And right, right. And right, right. you're going to see quality players that play in Europe every day. And on top of that, these are going to be second and third team guys who are trying to get, you know, to impress the coach, show out, show them that they should make some time in the actual La Liga uh, matches later on. So they're going to be going hard. You know what I mean? So, Anybody as yeah, good as gonna name recognition, it. But it's going to be fast. It's going to be quick. The weather supposed to be great. They are not sold out yet. Uh, but I'd say, you know, get your tickets soon. All right, man.
3: Appreciate it, Mookie. Good hearing from you, bud. Cheers.
5: Hey, much love, boys. Talk to you next week.
3: Right, you,
2: Thanks bud. for the call, bud. <laughs> <That> <laughs> is Did we ever be a knocked one, down where he was? I
3: uh, no, just drink it somewhere. No, I know, but when he first came on, it sounded like it was a crazy place to be. It is always it good when Mookie calls in, though. man. That dude can be drunk off his ass and comes in with some of the most salient points I've ever heard. Also, he still has my favorite drunk line message that we've ever gotten. You guys suck? No. Although uh, that was really good. I was going to uh, say, I was like, I like the No, wonders. when, when he called in drunk and went on for three minutes about oh, what how yes. do we know what dinosaurs sound yes. like? Holy shit, that was the greatest drunk line I message that, uh, that I've ever heard. Uh, drunk line is open, 44037 drunk. And uh, drunk line, as always, is brought to you by Rally House. Next time you need to suit up to rep your team, be sure to go to 12 com. Click the link on the right side of every page. Rally House has gear from every major sports league plus the NCAA and even local gear. Help out the station by going to 12ounceSportsRadio.com before placing your next order. That's dot zsportsradiocom
2: Paying bills, paying bills, baby.
3: Can
2: we talk about DeMar DeRozan? I'll read whatever
3: people want. Hang on, I'll read whatever people want. Somebody wants to donate to this to the show. I will read whatever read you want me to read. So uh, hit us up on Twitter at Crafty Sports. Hit us up on Facebook. I will read any read that you write if you donate to the show. We are your sellout kings. (laughs) Yes, we can talk about DeMar DeRozan. This motherfucker. had the audacity
2: to admit <laughs> that he went and talked to Drake after being traded to San Antonio? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> wow, the phone lines the, are blowing up. up tonight, holy Carson shit. Carson Daily, Craft Root Sports, who's this? Finally,
1: the tank has returned to Craft Root <laughs> It has My been man. a minute. What's up, buddy? Not much, What are you guys doing? Oh, uh, you know, Dragons. just drinking cider. <laughs> yeah, I heard, I heard you guys... T- <laughs> what the <fuck> is <laughs> <laughs> That's like, the appropriate response I mean, Have you ever gotten I mean, into ciders before? Two two, two people drink ciders <laughs> Fucking English people And 14 year old girl uh, Which one are you two?
3: 14 uh, year old girl for me I'm an Fair English enough. 14-year-old girl. It's a weird combo.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> really dig them. I'm a man.
1: <laughs> that, that, that's what you call putting an Irishman in a box right there. Yeah. yeah. You a 14-year-old girl <laughs> and an English guy.
3: Uh, I just, I'm not a girl. I wear a kilt or some shit. Uh, Tank, oh, how you doing, man? Enough. I know you're not calling bad, in you super get... excited about hard knocks. Oh, dude, I'm so stoked about Hard Knocks. It's going
2: to be a total (laughs) shitshow. That's the consensus. This is going to be the best Hard Knocks ever just because the personalities are going to make it wild.
3: Okay, hang on. Uh, One of my favorite Hard Knocks seasons was Rex Ryan with the Jets when he got super pumped up in a meeting and went, let's go get a fucking snack and ended a meeting with that line. Is this season going to be better than Rex Ryan Jets season?
1: Uh, maybe. I mean <laughs> how a sad season. you have to be to get cut by the Browns. That's the question. Mm, that's a good point. Mm, yeah. That's a good point. That's gonna be that's, that's gonna be really interesting to see. I mean that that that's like getting cut by the Canadian Football League level of bat if the Browns are like, <laughs> mm, we're gonna pass. <laughs>
3: Joe, relax. Tank is also a Browns fan. Joe really went to the mic for a second. He was ready to jump on that one and held back. Um, so, way to get him all riled up, Tank.
1: I know. Well, me, 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 and Joe are both Browns fans, but we're both we're on the we're, we're the polar opposite Browns fans. Whereas Joe <laughs> is the eternal optimist, and I'm the I, I I'm I'm of the uh, the fucking football has been moved by Lucy too many times. I'm not going to kick the goddamn thing anymore. <laughs> Yeah, I,
3: I, that's the Browns fan I respect. Uh, that's my dad, too. My dad's the same way. My dad has quit watching Cleveland Browns football every week since they've been <laughs> back.
2: That's a true Browns every fan. Every
3: week, he's like, I'm never watching this bullshit again. And then the next week, he's watching. <laughs> and then by halftime, I'm never watching this shit again. That's a, that's a true <laughs> fan of any team. <laughs>
1: Browns fans are the most depressing people in the world. I went to like one of those Brownbackers bars here in Cincinnati one time, and it was the saddest thing ever. It, it, it's what an AA meeting must feel like.
0: <laughs> oh, it definitely is. I got one right down the street from me, and it's It's interesting. It's uh, a lot of oh, drinks. <laughs> yeah, a lot of
1: drinking. A lot of middle-aged white dudes drinking hard, and just they're, they're just leaving the house to get away from their wife no matter how bad the football is.
3: <laughs> oh, man, that's fantastic. Um, all right, Tank, what's your prediction for the Browns this year? Where do they end up?
1: Uh, fucking horrible. Um, <laughs> can, can, can they go, like, infinity losing? I don't know. Like, they're going to be so bad, they're going to figure out a way to go, like, 0-20. Oh, man. They, they, Tank's they, predicting they multiple losses in, in
3: a single game. That's impressive.
1: Uh, <laughs> you cool, so it's like that. It's like that bullshit. The day where Jervis Landry is like, "Oh, we're gonna be scoring forty points a game." It's like, bro, you're not even in pads yet. What are you talking about? Like, you guys are still in shorts and shoulder pads. It is it is
3: ballsy to pick a Super Bowl win before you've put on, uh, before you've hit somebody. That's kind of that's ah. kind of ballsy.
4: Nah. it. it, 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 it <laughs> It what
3: is the worst. What was word. that noise? What was
2: that? <laughs> <laughs> it was the ultimate man. man
1: I'm yeah, a cat.
3: Fourteen year old girl cat tank. Uh, good hearing from you, man.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, by the way, uh, Motherfucker of the Week, definitely Joe definitely Joe Theismann. Mm. Uh, one of the few times I was These actually happy that him. an athlete got injured is when LT completely broke his leg.
3: Dude, I almost put that as the gift for, uh, <laughs> for the thing, but I was <laughs> you like, You totally mm. should have. I was like, I don't know if I should. Yeah. I don't know if people want to see that. Um, that was almost the gift for the Joe Theismann option on you Motherfucker of the Week. You missed an
1: opportunity. Yep. Yeah. deserved it. Oh, and hey, totally off topic. I'm going to throw it out there anyways. Are any of you guys going to Danger Wheel on Saturday? Uh, no, No. what's, what's that? Oh, dude, it's like the third year of it. It's, um, it's like Ryan Geist and three points and a bunch of, I think, Cass and maybe Matry. They do this thing every year now where they have like adult big wheels and they go to like one of the big hills in a Pendleton right above OTR and people like race on these big wheels against each other and like just get completely fucked up and like hit ramps and get laid out.
3: That sounds fantastic. Uh, and that yeah, is, it,
1: it looks pretty awesome. Uh,
3: it free to go and, and watch people nearly die.
1: Yeah, man. It's just like a big block party. Like everybody just like lines up on the sidewalks on this gigantic hill and watches like, uh, it's two, it's like two people at a time race on gigantic big wheels and they they have a kicker ramp at the bottom. So you get all the speed of going down like a big hill in Cincinnati and you hit a kicker ramp and fly up in the air and like they have obstacles and stuff. It's crazy.
3: And that's a You said Saturday.
1: Yeah, it's on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Google, uh, Google Danger Wheel Cincinnati. I'm sure some stuff will pop up. and You can see videos from like the past two years.
3: Dude, I can't wait. Uh, I am definitely taking my kid to that. That is going to be so much fun. Oh. <laughs>
1: that is a good idea for the kid.
3: <laughs> Tank, uh, hopefully my wife doesn't go into labor, and we can see you here in the speakeasy in two weeks. Uh, she gave us a scare today, and I thought the baby was coming, and we weren't going to make it uh, tonight, but here we are. So hopefully she keeps that baby in until, uh, until after your episode, man.
1: Yeah, hey, t- tell her I got an art show to promote, so keep that thing uh, strapped down.
4: Okay?
1: <laughs> all right, cheers, Tank. Good to hear from you, man. All right,
3: see you guys. See, see, guys. You. see <laughs> you, Tank.
4: Uh,
3: yeah, I forgot to ask Mookie his bet uh, or his vote for motherfucker of the week. That's my bad. Uh, all right, go on, Demar Derozan. He uh, he this got motherfucker. He got went hashtags in my feelings. feelings. Yeah, <laughs> he, he he he
2: did the interview circuit this week, and it was revealed that. He got in contact with Drake, you know, Mr. Ambassador for the Raptors. Thank you, Joe. And it was just all of the, bro, what are you doing? And he, he's basically just completely combined. Like, I get it. It was your first team. They drafted you. They maybe told you, hey, we're not going anywhere. Baby, we love you. Baby, don't worry about it. Baby, we'll stay with you. And then turned around and baby, fucked baby. the next. Yeah, baby, they baby, turned baby. around and fucked the next dude. But you know what? It's a fucking business,
3: and you got traded to the Spurs. Okay, okay, I agree with you. It is a business, and totally fine. I and uh, but on that note, people give KD so much shit for going to Golden State and but chasing those people rings. Are stupid. Like, and I'm not saying it's you. I'm just saying no, no, fans. No. Fans are yeah. also on Demar's side, saying Toronto did him dirty, and this is bullshit. That they what oh, they did to well, him. The, here's the thing: but I don't
2: deny that at they the necessarily end
3: of the day, both sides think... have to do what's best for them. Right? right. Like that's that's
2: the bottom well, line, and all. And of that. that's what I'm saying. I don't. I do think that the Raptors did him dirty, but at the same time.
4: Quit being
3: Yeah, I mean, what are you doing going to, what what did he say when he went to Drake? Like, was he just complaining? Like, man, this dude's fucked up, man. I
2: I imagine this whole Marvin's Room scenario where there's a lot of tears and crying about lost loves. (laughs) Drake, now, craft Root Sports, who's (laughs) this?
3: Oh, shit. All All the the hard hitters are coming out tonight. (laughs) Look at what happens when we don't have tech issues. No shit. Everybody comes out of the woodwork. Lou the dog, fresh off his appearance on the uh, on the sports dance, not sports dance. God damn it! <laughs> I was
2: gonna say,
3: <laughs> scout team. I just damn, saw a tweet. Dude. I just saw a tweet from sports dance. Sports dance will appreciate the love, though. Yes. Yeah, scout done the show team. In Sorry, scout team. I apologize. I'm, I'm all fucked up. Yes, Lou the dog did an appearance on scout team uh, here on Twelve Ounce Radio and fucking killed it. Uh, it was amazing to hear those dudes baffled by lou the dog going uh you know i just i i kind of got a breakdown of of like how i do this should i just do my thing and they were like yeah sure man (laughs) and then lou the dog gave them 16 bars uh lou what's on your mind bud
6: i want to talk about this uh elams ending basketball style have you guys heard of this yes. yes i have
3: for those of you that don't know uh this is this was implemented in the basketball tournament hi mom
2: hey mom my mom said what up And the good to,
3: good to see you mom uh so this ending this is a, a and this is something that i'm really on board with because the end of basketball games is complete bullshit where it's just a foul fest of people trying to catch up the way this is done this is developed by a Mensa member who studied a bunch of statistics and said at the under four-minute timeout, the first dead ball under four minutes, whoever is ahead, we mark them seven. Like the, the point total to hit is seven points ahead of their score. So the team that's ahead has to score seven. The losing team has to make up ground plus seven. Uh, so if you're down like 80 Score. Yeah, if you're down to 80 to 70, the losing team has to get. Or first team to get to 87 wins, is basically mm-hmm. how this goes. No no clock at that point. It's just, hey, it goes to this. Somebody has to hit a money ball shot to get to 87 and win that game. Um, Lou, what are your thoughts on this ending?
6: So I think it, it it's fantastic. I have one tweet.
3: That's right. Show that mental I member who's boss.
6: That. It should be, if it's a tie game, you add 11. So you, get a, you play for longer in a tie game because that's presumably a better game, a better finish, give the teams more time on the court. Does if that also include win by, by 20 two? Or more points, then you just add five to make the target number and end bad games and blowouts sooner
3: i'd agree with that one too because that's the only thing that i was thinking was that was my biggest
6: point for the whole
3: thing yeah in a blowout it's like oh come on man yeah can't we just cut this off <laughs>
6: just like... sim to end <laughs> but i think it's. i think in general it's awesome you're gonna you would end up with the ball in the hands of the stars more it would create almost like a whole new role of like a closer or finisher and i just think it would be really cool to see you know especially in like the nba like which stars you know Took and made the big shots, like you said, it would be like a Moneyball concept. You would essentially have a game-winning shot in every single game, which would be awesome. And the only thing I didn't when I
3: was researching it, the only thing I didn't see: do you have to hit that total exactly, or if you go over, you
6: get to that score
3: higher. That would kind of be fun to do, like cornhole rules, where if you get over. Yeah, if you get well, if you get over the total, it skunks know, you back to where that you're at. In
2: 21. Yeah, if you yeah, get over 21, yeah. you go back
3: down to 16. So,
2: yeah, that would be hilarious. Yeah, I don't know. That you get to the,
3: get to the point where you're you only got one point to go, and the other team just won't foul you at all. It's like, god damn it, come think, on!
6: It, it was it keeps the game of basketball the game of basketball at the end, like you guys said, instead of this foul fest pack a shack stuff it's like if you're losing you better get stops and you mm-hmm. better get baskets and if you're winning you got to close that sucker out so I mean you're you're playing the actual game from start to finish that way and there's not really any difference up to that point so you're not it's not it's a it's a slight tweak which I think is perfect
3: yeah I, I agree I think this ending makes it so much more entertaining it makes the end of the game so much more exciting uh, and if you want to see this in action Uh, I think they're doing the tournament on, uh, is it on ESPN uh, coming up? There's like a $2 million championship game on August 3rd coming up. So you can watch it live in action and see. And that's what one of the dudes for the tournament mentioned. He was like, there's going to be somebody taking a shot that's worth $2 million on August 3rd. And the excitement in the arena at that time is going to be fucking insane. Like think That's about that. Point. You're about to take a three-point shot to win the game and win two million dollars. That's going to be nuts. Okay, good no talk, doubt. Lou. I, <laughs> I Lou, uh, real quick, I who's your vote for Motherfucker of the Week? I hope there's side bet. Well, there's definitely going to be side bets, especially in the Lou the Dog uh, sports book. It's no later. doubt. Yeah.
6: <laughs> By the way, we're we're on track to open in, in 2021. <laughs>
3: Uh, Lou, who's your vote for Motherfucker of the Week? Brewers fans or Joe Thiesman?
6: I just looked at that. Um, this is the best one you guys have ever had because they're both pretty bad. It's a, yeah. it's a
3: tough call, man.
6: Um, but I would go with the Brewers fans. It's yeah. a good choice. Have more sympathy. I have a little more sympathy for the victims of that than I do the Native Americans.
3: <laughs> okay, well, you got you took a weird turn <laughs> I was gonna at the end say, there. Moving on. on. To get yeah, talk. Was, yeah. uh, good night. <laughs> Lou, good hearing from you, bud. We'll talk to you later, man. All right. Roof. All right, Cheers, bud. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so DeMar DeRozan's a bitch. That's the end of your... <laughs> no, it's not necessarily <laughs> that
2: a bitch is just... Quit being such a whiny bitch so i guess yeah <laughs> he's totally a bitch
3: yeah all right fair enough uh there's a couple things that i wanted to to talk about and promote before we uh we close things out tonight so um first off starting august 1st we are going to be running a contest um you guys have all heard of espn streak for the cash there's going to be a Kraft sports espn streak for the cash group we're going to be taking a <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be taking a couple weeks off in August uh, when my wife has the baby, so we're not going to be doing the show, and this is going to be our way to kind of hang out, talk to you guys, talk some shit. We'll do some uh, maybe some like mini-sodes throughout uh, to, to keep you updated on where you stand, but whoever wins the group, whoever has the best total, the best streak by the end of August, you're going to get... A Cincinnati Bengals yard flag signed by their second and fifth round draft picks from this year, uh, courtesy of Minuteman Tickets. You're also going to get a Craft Brood Sports sticker, uh, a glass sticker for, for the car, right? Uh, yeah. So, well,
2: and are, aren't we also giving away $100?
3: Uh, or was that yes? An yeah, yeah, entire? yeah no. I like, just didn't get to that yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I was yeah, just yeah, gonna yeah. say. I was just making yeah. sure. I was like, no, no, no yeah. We're also
2: giving away a hundred dollars yeah. for Minuteman. Hundred dollars for Minuteman worth of tickets. For yes.
3: Man. Uh, so a huge gift certificate to Minuteman tickets. Uh, and this is our, a craft root th- sports T-shirt. Yes, like, and this it is, is, our is a, a big bundle.
2: thank you slash. Hey, we're not gonna technically be here, but we want to keep you guys engaged and knowing that we're still. Out there and don't forget about us. So we're doing this contest. We're giving away all this stuff. So please make sure you're staying active in the group if you're part of it. If you're not part of it, get in it. If not, yup. pay attention to all of our social media because we'll still be doing stuff there. Michael will just be taking care of an extra baby and, and joining the, the, the two-kid club. <laughs> Ah, <sighs> can't wait. Yeah! <laughs> Sucks to suck. <laughs> so, but, you know, so we got to take a little time off, which is, you know, customary for these type of things. Yeah, and yeah. so, you we know, Mike will be doing that. Right, exactly. And so Mike will be doing that. And we just want to make sure that everybody's still staying engaged in the craft food sports isn't forgotten in the, whatever, couple
3: of weeks. And you However, can go now... Alex
2: tells us she's right it's she's. all up to the wife i'm yeah. not
3: i'm not making any plays here so uh be sure it's open now so if you go to espn streak for the cash search for craft brood sports there's a group you can join i think it's a public group i don't think i even put a password on it i'm pretty sure i'm not part open. of it so i gotta look uh so go ahead and check that out join the group if there is a password we'll tweet out the the password i don't think there is uh there, that'd be stupid of me to do that uh but check that out uh, hit hit that up and get a chance to win some amazing shit that we've never done this much in prizes uh, no. for anything. This is, so this, this is, is gonna the be... biggest
2: prize we've ever given away, and for good reason, though. Yeah, And yeah, yeah. we want to keep right. everybody engaged and make sure that you know. Should
3: we do anything for second place? Maybe a sticker and a T-shirt. Yeah. Okay. Sticker and a T-shirt for second place. There you uh, go. Third place, you're fired. <laughs> Anybody? Get the re- do you get the reference, Joe? Nope. Okay. Cool. Okay. Uh, moving on. I'll give it to myself, <laughs> Joe. Joe's fucking staring at me. Go, okay, anyways, uh let's get into this consumer would, This cannon. would be
0: the perfect spot when like a year ago I told you to add like the cricket noise like on the board. <laughs>
3: we'll work on it. Well maybe there's I a reason I guess that's why, my job now. Maybe there's a reason why I haven't put the cricket noise on the board. Moving <laughs> on. Let's get into consumer candidates. Super Candid brought to you by Tavor this week uh, on the show. We had our first cider. Uh, why does it sound weird the way I say it? Cider. 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 It's cider. a cider cider. you uh, enjoy your cider? This is uh, from March 1st Brewing here in Cincinnati, Ohio. This is their Airheads Green Apple Cider. Uh, and you Joe, hold the fuck up. Wow, you did exactly what I was going to do. Joe, you yeah, get to go first. You go first on this one, Joe.
0: Damn, why?
3: Because we said so. Green Apple Cider. Uh. And you, you provided it consume and no explanation. Just the consume and silence and a smug. walk off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, fair enough. Uh, you want to go ahead? Yeah, go ahead.
2: I agree with you. This is a consume, but I'll give you reasons. Um, I kept saying it at the top and it held throughout. I do not like ciders, but man, it, it, the reason is usually because they're so damn sweet I know this one still has a lot of sugar comparative to beers and other things. There's no getting over that. Ciders are just going to have a lot of sugar. But if you're looking for a cider that doesn't just sugar bomb you in the face, this is the absolute best one I've had. And it lived up to the Airheads flavor. It totally tasted like green apple all the way through. And it it was sour, not sweet. I loved it. So, I mean, I'm not a a cider guy. I'm not going to... Readily seek out any other ones to compare it or anything. But if if I had the opportunity to get this again, totally would. Easy consume for me.
3: I'm definitely going to consume this one too. Triple consume uh, following a triple can last week. Ooh, we got a triple consume this point. week. Uh, this is a, it's, I mean, it delivers. Like, I've, I've been thinking about these beers and we've been talking about it on the show. Like, are you delivering what you're saying it is? Right. And this tastes like a sour apple airhead. Like, it's, it 100% tastes just like what they say, it's going to taste like. I'm not a big cider fan. Like I, uh, that's the only downside to me is uh, it. It is kind of a little bit too much like wine, where I can't. I don't feel like I can chug these down as well as I I could a beer, just because it's. I don't know if it feels like a little too. I drank it really quickly, though. I know we you did. We talked about it, really it at the top though. of the yeah. show about I was I it. I mean, I, like, I still I know, got like, a like whole
0: bottle. 7% beers, too. I yeah, mean, just It's 69
3: them. Well And that's the other reason why I'm consuming this is because it does have a good ABV. like Which is another thing that's usually like an insider. Ciders are usually Right, and that's really why I don't low. like cider. They're like normally 4%. Yeah, I was going to say that. They're like
2: 5 max.
4: <laughs>
3: Also, for those of you that were watching the video, uh, you may have seen what I did a little bit ago. I just poured some fireball in this motherfucker and uh, (laughs) took it to a whole new level. Uh, Definitely a good addition to this one. <laughs> I was right and
2: I was like, "No, DJ Air." Yeah, oh,
3: it's uh, if you've ever heard of Angry Balls with Angry Orchard and Fireball, very similar to that. Uh, only it's the sour green apple flavor. Uh, is I it highly, good? it's it's really good, man. It like adds like a little bit of that cinnamon spice to it, but not not, not overwhelming. Yeah. Um, I mean, you could probably get a little bit more by adding a little bit more Fireball, <laughs> and then you're really gonna get fucked up. Uh, <laughs> but definitely a good choice to add the Fireball to it. Uh, triple consume all the way around. This has been consumer It. Or can it. Brought to you by Tavor. Uh, holy shit Jason A Glenn Gary, Glen Ross reference On a sports podcast What a time to be alive Thank you Jason Fucking thank you Did you did you not get the reference Joe Is that why you gave me the look I have no idea What you were talking about I don't about. get it either You don't Are you serious It's one of Alec Baldwin's Greatest roles That he's ever played You motherfucker You <laughs> what his man is <laughs> That's not a white motherfucker thing That's a Guy who likes Classic movies things i'm I gonna show you this it. that's all i'm gonna show what you what movie what movie it's glengarry glen ross is the name of it it's about salesmen who fucking struggle and alec baldwin comes in to motivate him and he's like first prize cadillac second prize set of steak knives third prize you're fired
2: oh when you said the fired, there like that's how weird. old yeah. is
3: this uh it's old man it's it's so like probably before i was born is older yeah, yeah, yeah. it might be before i was born there's a good possibility <laughs> uh it's way older than the '90s commercials we we went we to. This now? is this is how young Joe is. We found out that Airheads is a local company, and we looked it up, and we were like, "Wow, the company that makes Airheads also makes Mentos. That's cool." And then we were talking about Mentos commercials because they were Joe the greatest thing in the about '90s. Mentos
2: commercials. Joe in the has 90s.
3: never seen the Mentos commercial where the guy rolls around on the park bench and gets a pinstripe suit. A classic. Unreal. This kid, <laughs> of, of, why am I surprised he doesn't know Glenn Gary Glen Ross?
0: I was born in 1992. That probably commercial <laughs> came out probably like the day I was born. Who knows? There's a good
3: chance. There's a good chance that's the case. Eh, he's got a point. <laughs> when you're right, you're right. Uh, thank you for not handing out any shots today. By the way, you still no. have three to hand out. Yeah, no, I uh, was I was going that. to,
2: but I just tonight wasn't the night.
3: <laughs> just didn't mm. feel right. Uh, I don't know if we're gonna have a show next week. We'll see. Who knows? Um, it Maybe? was it was really close to baby time today. Like, <laughs> like I was at work when I got the text. and I was like, "Uh oh, it's go time." I was like, "Ooh!" <laughs> and then I even got in trouble because I don't have my bag packed yet. <laughs> I don't have the I don't have the car seat base in the car yet. It's cars two seat. weeks
2: away. What are you doing? Uh, oh no, baby,
3: what did you yeah, doing? Yeah, yeah, real, <laughs> real trouble. But if we are here, if we are here next week, uh, we have a, a very special thing that we're doing next week. So each week on this show, you guys hear us do the motherfucker of the week. Next week, we are going to do a motherfucker Hall of Fame. Of fame. <laughs> we're going to do. A whole induction ceremony. Uh, We're going to figure out. The motherfuckiest of the motherfuckers. Yes. And (laughs) and once they make it into the Hall of Fame. Cemented. They're never going to be listed on another. Can never again be nominated. Which is going to be tough for us because the ones that we, I think we have picked are. Solid. They could win. Well, are we every we're
2: going to announce our nominees tonight. Or
3: no, we were going to announce that tonight. Okay. We got We're
2: inducting them next week. No, I didn't know. We're going to with the nominees. We were if inductees will go in next week, but we were going to do. the Oh, nominees,
4: just throw out like all the people. But I guess not. No,
3: because people will know as soon as we start throwing <laughs> yeah, it out there. True. People will know exactly who the five are. Uh, But yes, tune in next week for our Motherfucker Hall Hall of Fame ceremony. All of these motherfuckers are getting uh, shit-colored jackets. And And a punch
2: in the face. And
3: their middle finger bust is going to go in our Hall of Fame uh, because fuck these people. (laughs) Uh, This has been Craft Root Sports. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, As always, you can follow the show. There it is. Uh, at Crafty Sports, <laughs> you can follow me at Mike Burlon. You can follow Scott at Scotty K underscore junior. You can follow find him Joe m- follow my tiny, tiny arms Ford. wherever
2: my wife is talking shit, apparently. Dude. That,
3: that yeah, I still haven't forgot about so it. So much. like People don't forget. Mood, your mood dropped as soon as that happened, and it has never recovered, man. Oh, fuck. Uh, be sure to follow us on uh, Instagram, uh, at Sports on Instagram. Shout out to Glenn for flooding our Instagram with amazing content and some of the funniest shit I've ever seen. Uh, so be sure to follow us there. Uh, as always, hit us on Twitter, Facebook. Thank you guys for tuning in. Cheers, everybody. Jerry Jones, you ain't shit. <laughs>
1: This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22.
3: When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Hold up. Just got a new sale. Order fulfilled and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level.
4: Or on top of the world. Ah.